Welcome to the Photo Brew Podcast. I'm Manny Bessero and... I'm David Lopez. And we have cameras today. Yes, Hi. cameras. What's going on, people? It's also really hot. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking hot in this room. It's really hot. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks pretty good as far as what I can see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Manny's using these... Uh, what brand were they? Newer? Yeah, they're newer so uh, just LEDs. Newer LED they come panels. with a little soft box and... Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm kind of glad you have a lighting kit just because I didn't want to bring my 120D because it's a pain in the ass to break down and set up. And these look pretty quick, too. Yeah, these are going to stay here. This is this new home, unless I need to do some product photography. So I don't know if you guys can see on camera, but we're sweating because it is quite hot today. Yeah, There's no AC here. so it's 100 degrees outside, and it's probably like 110 in here because this is a house from the 1950s, and there's no... Insulation in these houses. But at least we have a nice quiet space to record for the most part. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, my house, like any, I, the, and that's also partially why I don't do as many YouTube videos is just uh -huh. because I have a roommate and my family's also home most of the time and my setup's in the living room. Yeah. Because I don't like having my equipment out and about because my kitties will tear it up. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so it's like I sometimes have to plan with their schedule to try to film stuff. But because it's been so hot lately, I haven't really had the desire to do anything. Just yeah. kind of like, play call of duty all day well we have our goals mm -hmm. we're, we're planning on eventually when we get there to have a little place of our own for exactly. photos and videos and like a whatever. huge like warehouse with yeah. ac yeah definitely <laughs> ac that's going to be the first thing we ask for exactly so uh what'd you bring us today for coffee so for coffee i'm going to put it up on camera so this is from muddy paw i don't know if you guys can see it um i actually uh work with them doing their marketing oh okay um and so this is called their Buddy Blend. It's a medium blend that is uh, originated from Central and South America. It kind of has like a uh, city and French, I guess, kind of like taste to it or roast. Um, and also what I like about Muddy Paw, and this isn't sponsored, they didn't pay me to say this, but the reason I like supporting this small business is because anytime you buy a product from them, whether it be coffee, like a cup of coffee or a bag of coffee, they donate some of the proceeds to a local animal charity to help save animal lives. Mm -hmm. And they're super transparent about everything. So I, that's why I like to support this small business. And their slogan is have a pup or sorry, not have a pup, have a cup, save a pup. Yeah. So, and it's funny cause I was just telling you, I've been mm -hmm. wanting to try that. Um, it's kind of crazy cause mm -hmm. as we're doing this, our idea was to, you know, bring in a new coffee mm -hmm. and it was try to find local roasters and mm -hmm. just kind of try it out. Because, I mean, we can always grab anything from the store when we run yeah, out. Yeah, like Starbucks or whatever. <laughs> but just in, like, researching places around here, there's not very many. And Muddy Paw came up, and mm -hmm. I was reading their bio. And, yeah. you know, somebody who has, like, three dogs at home, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's cool. And like, It's awesome. And, and the cool thing, uh, at least at the location in Eagle Rock, they have a, a little dog park. So you can bring uh -huh. your dog and, like, have them run around and everything. Um, I like going there, too, just because with, with everything going on with COVID – uh, they're one of the few places that still has uh, a fairly large like outdoor seating, so you can kind of like hang out and feel a little normal, um, but not right now because it's hot yeah. as fuck. <laughs> and we're having hot coffee. Yeah, <laughs> so, hot coffee. Cheers, salute. Cheers, salute. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, I like it. Not, it's not very bitter though. So you know, it's, it's funny. It's really sweet. Yeah, I, and it's it's interesting because um, Manny has a I, I'm gonna call this like a knockoff Chemex from Target, <laughs> and I use the the Hario V60 at home, and I'm tasting a lot more of that like 
uh, like sweetness you're talking about uh-huh. from this versus at home when I use my V60. I don't know if I'm just putting not enough water or too many grinds to the water, the, you know, the whole ratio shit. We did grind a shit ton of beans. Well, yes, we did. Because <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to drink more than one cup. <laughs> That's but it's interesting how, like, the brew methods kind of s- sometimes change up the flavor of the coffee. We're also yeah. not experts on coffee, so if you are a coffee expert, please feel free to comment down below to correct us. <laughs> uh, Adrian, I'm talking to you. Um, hey, we actually, just like coffee. Actually, the funny, a couple, like two weeks ago, quick story. Um, Espresso Cuts gave me that coffee that uh-huh. we tried last week, and Adrian's like, oh, like, let me, let me... Let me smell it. So he smells it, and he takes a bean and eats it. And he's like, oh, it's very nutty. And I was just like, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, that's how you taste coffee. I was like, I didn't know you could do this. And I tried it, and I was like, this is horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's like somebody uh, introduced me to chocolate-covered espresso beans. Oh, my God, like, those are drugs. I didn't know. Yeah, they're they're very addicting. They're really And good. after that, like, I kept going to, yeah. uh, where did I get them from? Uh, I think I got them from Smart and Final, mm-hmm. and I, man, I demolished them in like a week. When I worked at Coffee <laughs> Bean, um, they, uh, for their ice blend, it's, it's their equivalent of the Frappuccino. You uh-huh. can put chocolate-covered espresso beans and blend it. Yeah. Dude, some good stuff. Nice. But, you know, that's enough for coffee. Uh, yeah. as far as photo news, I guess, is concerned, uh, the R5 is still in the news. Yes. Uh, it refu- it, it, I'll, I'll quote <laughs> Matty Hapoya here, because uh, I don't know if you watched this video last week. Yeah, I did. He says that the R5 drama is like the worst soap opera you could possibly watch, <laughs> and you can't stop watching it. Yeah. Because uh, apparently, according to, I think it was this, like, you said it was like this uh, EOS HD or some sort of, like, website from China. Oh, yeah, where they did the breakdown. Yeah, so apparently... Yeah. There's no heat sink in the R5. And for those of you who don't know, the heat sink is basically what dissipates the heat from the camera when it yeah. generates heat. And um, so there's suspect that the that's part of the culprit. There's also supposedly evidence to suggest that it's actually software-induced yeah. overheating because there have been um, reports where, like, you touch the camera, it's not really that hot. You take mm-hmm. the battery out, it's not that hot. And, um, you know... So it's like this big conspiracy. We don't know, man. Yeah, we don't know. And it's like somebody's going to figure it out and they're going to either, if Canon doesn't fix it, they're going to hack into that thing and they're going to... Magic Lantern, baby. Yep. And they're just going to, it's going to be a beast. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, For those of you who don't know, Magic Lantern is basically this like third party software that um, this company made to hack the like DSLRs, like the 5D Mark III, for example, and allow it to... Like, I think shoot f- stuff like 4K and, like, log footage. And just a lot of the stuff that you would find in some of the more recent cameras. Yeah. Um, But it could also potentially brick your camera because yeah. it's third-party firmware. Um, So, you know, if you have a camera and you want to try it, do it at your own risk. Yeah. Don't take me or Manny's word for it just because <laughs> I've never done that before. But, but hey, cameras are getting cheap nowadays. It's I worth know. a try. And also, I paid off the R6 yesterday. Yes. I'm so excited. But I have to wait till I think. Okay, so it's weird. Sammy's camera says the end of the month, so the thirty first. Mm-hmm. But according to Google and some of the other websites, they're saying the twenty seventh. So yeah. I'm hoping that's true. That way, I could get it in quicker, and then you and yeah. Adrian could go and like take a trip somewhere Hit the city and, and or, just yeah. play around with it. So I'm super excited. Nice. Yeah, there's a couple spots that I want to check out, like especially since you're going to shoot video. There's yeah. a lot of. Yeah, because I really want to... Like, uh, Palos Verdes and stuff in that area. We got. Oh, yeah. I have, I have family that lives up there. I oh, love okay. it up there. Yeah, I love it over there, It is there, so... 
I'm like, thinking that's where Potato Jet moved. That's it looks like I kind of those cliffs look but like. I don't want to be that at. guy that just like, hey, where do you live? <laughs> um, well, there's a couple of the cliffs that I used to go to a lot, and I know that area very well. And I'm like, he's got to live somewhere right there because yeah, I agree that it looks it looks exactly where. Also, I he's to go like hang stupid out. close to the beach. Yeah, it's either that or Santa Monica. But. No, I think he came up from that area. Okay. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, he true. was always in that area. Now it seems like he's in Palos Verdes. But yeah, we're not stalking or yeah, anything. Potato so. Jet, don't tell us where he is. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you and you're awesome. But hey, he's he's looking for somebody to help. I was actually thinking like, oh, David, it's your turn this week. Yeah, uh, I saw that video and I think he offered it to his friend. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, I think his friend moved up north because uh, he got hit pretty hard with COVID. Yeah. Uh, not, he didn't get COVID, but like it, Just it affected the job his situation, work. yeah. So he had to move back. So I think now he's moving back down to be his like editor for uh-huh. the for his vlog channel. Yeah. So that's cool. But uh, I guess while we're on the topic of, um, of Potato Jet's video, he was talking about how he was really burnt out. Mm-hmm. And uh, that video really resonated with me because just the last, like, I want to say two, three weeks, I've just been feeling so burnt out yeah, with, same here. with photography and just everything creative. So I guess it's a good time to really talk about, like, what we did to remedy that because I know mm-hmm. a lot of people go through burnout. It, it happens to everybody. Yeah. And hopefully you guys could come away from this with some more information as far as, like, how to overcome it. Yeah. And then we're opening it up to you guys as well. How do you guys overcome burnout? Go ahead and comment down below. So, yeah, um, kind of know how you dealt with it, but do you want to share yours first or you want me to uh, go, first, go, go ahead and first? Okay. So right now I'm kind of in a burnout state. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when I go out, I take a gazillion pictures or I'll find stuff. Like I usually, mm-hmm. when I go out to take pictures, I take quite a few. So that way it has a lot to last me because most of the time the picture that I take, if it's not business, it's mm-hmm. on Instagram. Like mm-hmm. I hardly post like my business stuff on my main Instagram account, you right. know, and then whatever customers like, uh, like, okay it or whatever, I'll put it on the um, business Instagrams. But as mm-hmm. far as like that work goes, I've been kind of burnt out. Like, even though I have like a bunch of pictures to put in, I'm kind of like, eh, I don't want to post these. Yeah. Eh, like, I'm trying to like, I know where I want to do and I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not sure if I want to like change the format yeah. or what. I've just been kind of playing with a little, like a little bit of everything, but when it comes to photography, I kind of haven't been feeling it lately. Yeah. So luckily we're doing this yeah, and it's, it's nice kind of break. bringing me back into the audio side of things. And now I'm like, Hmm, maybe I should set up this room and start recording music again. So, I mean, you have a guitar on the wall. Yeah. And my drum sets right there. And I'm thinking about doing like challenges, you know, mm-hmm. like figuring out some more video work. And I'm thinking about maybe uh, possibly cause I've been talking to you about maybe starting a YouTube channel, maybe like doing like, like audio tutorials. challenges yeah challenges like challenging myself to do a song and then oh, okay. record the video and then post like the song and like the video or whatever oh, that'd so be i'm cool. trying to trying to figure out i don't know if that's gonna happen because it's fucking hot in this room <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's a i'm hot. kind of i'm kind of debating it and then because of the fact that i only have the one mic interface now and not my freaking grand eight channel thanks yeah. to M audio who decided they weren't going to update shit anymore for the newer software so, so it's literally like a yeah and the only like way i can use it brick. is if i basically revert my computer back to an older os yeah. and i'm like you know my computer's old it's I, I only got like maybe another os or two left before they say hey we're not going to update your shit anymore yeah. nothing's going to work so then i'll revert it back and i'll use it but I'm thinking with that, since I only have one mic, 
the way I used to record stuff mm-hmm. was with like a little four track um, tape recorder and I would just use one microphone for the drums, mm-hmm. one microphone for the amps and whatever. And I'm thinking about going back to that and just really challenging myself on how can I get like good drum sounds? How can I get like this with mm-hmm. just one mic? So that's that's kind of like an idea of kind of breaking me out of like the photo like as, as far like as you're like taking a good break from that. Yeah, I'm going to take a break and then I'll about. like I know that's going to fade out fairly quick. Yeah. <laughs> Just because when it comes to writing songs, I can write a million songs like easily. But when it comes to lyrics, I'm not the best at like yeah. lyrics. So, and that's when I my songs start challenging. So I have like a shit ton of like tracks that are instrumentals, and who knows? Maybe we can use them for your videos. Maybe yeah, one day for my videos, or so. just uh, just license them to Epidemic Sound, make money that way. Yeah, I mean, I can do that too. I'm because I think that's how a lot of people do it. Like, um, I know the guy that Peter. McKinney usually works with his name's uh, Oi, uh-huh. or uh, I think his actual name is Hendrik Olsen. Okay. Um, he does a lot of the. I I I don't want to call it dubstep because he has very different genres for very different songs. Yeah. But he does use Peter does use a lot of his music and um he does sell his stuff like on iTunes mm-hmm. and also license it to Epidemic so you could probably do something like yeah, that. Yeah, I'll probably do that. I wonder so, how much they pay. Actually, I'm curious. There's a, I mean. Looking into like music and doing all, I mean, it gets it yeah. gets pretty crazy. Like I've I've looked into possibly like putting it out there, and it's it's a mission. They don't mm. make it very easy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess there's there's sites now that make it a lot easier, but I mean, you're getting changed compared to what you can get yeah. if you figure out how to do it. So, but hey, change helps. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and every little thing counts, right? Exactly. It all um, adds up in the end. No, definitely, and it's just like, you know, kind of like with you, I'm kind of over the photography aspect as uh-huh. well. Um, all the posts that you're currently seeing on my Instagram, I have like 12 of them already <laughs> scheduled out, so I'm, and because I haven't really been wanting to shoot, I think it's also because of the heat. Yeah. I, I'm posting once a day again, as opposed to like two times a day. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably why my page is doing a little bit better, just because I'm not spamming. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just like, I have no motivation to do that. And the one time I felt like a spark again to, to shoot was when I went to Halama beach this past weekend with my girlfriend and her mom, we camped overnight and that was a great, just 24 hours to get away from everything. <laughs> yeah. Cause there was, there's beach Wi-Fi, but because there's so many people there in the yeah. camps, at the campgrounds that, uh, it kind of, I guess, overloaded their system. So I had uh-huh. to wait till like midnight to get the, the access. So that's why I was able to send you guys those photos. Oh, okay. Like, think like 12 30 at night those photos came out awesome though. dude i've okay <laughs> so a lot of people ask me like how'd you get those photos so quick rundown as far as the settings so i did a 30 second exposure mm-hmm. 2500 iso and then my aperture was at 28 i could have probably gone uh with a wider aperture like a 1.4 if i brought the 85 but mm-hmm. that would have been too tight um and then i just edited it to kind of like bring out a lot of the purples hues that you see typically yeah. when you see the milky way but the camera, though, did a pretty good job of capturing a lot of the details, and it was a super clear night in the mountains, because Halama Beach is basically in Santa Barbara, but mm-hmm. you have to go deep into the mountains till you have hit the cliffside. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the, the campsite's there, you go down. Yeah. And, uh, but it was a clear night, so, like, I've never seen the Milky Way, and let alone the stars that clear. Like, yeah. I remember when I went to Joshua Tree four years ago, and I don't remember seeing it that clear that, that night. So I think it, yeah, so I think it, you could see it a lot better from the beach than I think like going further inland. Yeah. But uh but good good getaway. And much like you, um 
kind of like dabbling more in video again. Yeah. But it's more so for my short film, which I showed you, uh, yeah. like what my rough edit um, before we started. And I had a lot of fun putting that together uh, just because I do enjoy shooting video, but it, when it's for other people like clients, because then I typically like to be behind the camera because I have kind of like the vision or the idea of yeah. how I want to shoot it. And when you put yourself in front of the camera, especially if it's just you, it's kind of hard to like really frame your shots and plan it out. So mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to have everything recorded and, and set to music first mm-hmm. before I started the, the cinematography aspect of it, because I feel like it, in a way it helps me think of the shots that I want to really use to like emulate or sell that idea that I'm presenting in the film. Yeah. So it's been a challenge uh, to kind of do that on your own, but uh, I'm having fun with it, yeah. and it's also really hot. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it, it's it, it, at my house especially, it's been pretty hot as well. So it's just like I don't have the desire to do stuff. So. I was just like, I just want to, yeah. like, relax and play video games. Yeah. Well, that's one thing, too, is, like, um, when you get your R6, and then I also got the yeah. uh, that vintage lens coming. So uh, with the, <laughs> the Helios. Helios, yeah, I'm excited to play. So with that. I'm I really want to play with that thing, but I really want to like play with that thing on your camera. Yeah, I'm because, curious to see how it'll play with. I mean, yeah. the RP we don't have image stabilization, so I'm sure it'll work well. Um, but yeah, like before things start, I mean, things are already starting to pick back up. So. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool walking around L.A. and there's nobody there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I'm just kind of hoping that, like, we can still get, like, some ghost town videos. I'm like, sure we can. Or, or we could crazy. go down to, like, Santa Barbara or just somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I think also things are picking up back up just because despite us being in a pandemic, I think people are wanting to go out to the beach or to places that have AC to cool down. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, and so that's probably why we're seeing a lot more people out and about. But I... I really hope. Um, actually, I know where we could go. We could go Pasadena because I was there yesterday in Old nice. Town, and uh, it it wasn't as busy as I thought it would be. Considering really? like there's a lot of restaurants there, so it's a lot of outdoor seating. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as busy as I thought it would be. So we yeah. probably go there like maybe like towards sunset, so it's a lot yeah. cooler. And we'll or somewhere like light. even up in the hills too, because I guess they said that, that uh, they said that lens really shines around greenery. Oh, around okay. stuff where the sun can like shine through it because mm-hmm. that's when you start seeing the swirls and yeah. like oh then we could probably go up to the Angeles Crest it's like 20 yeah. minutes from my place and Sweet. there's well I'm assuming it's not on fire but um because <laughs> yeah because I know Lake Hughes is on like fire everything's right now everything's on fire but, right now that's why it's so hot I know all the but, humidity is just nuts but um but yeah we could go up there because there's there's a lot of greenery and like okay. in the cooler times um because that's where uh, Mount Wilson's observatory is. Uh-huh. And that's the lowest point, at least that I'm aware of, that you could see snow. Oh, okay. Um, but when I went back up in uh, March to the Angeles Crest, we drove all the way up to the end of the highway. It was like 77 feet, 100 feet up uh-huh. in the mountains. And there was just a fuck ton of snow in March. <laughs> this is like late March. Yeah. So it was, it was, it was super cool back then, but now nice. I don't know how crazy it'd be with the, with the dry heat and everything. Yeah. I'm hoping it cools down. I know sometimes like it gets pretty like gnarly up until October. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Oh, I hope it doesn't like, I don't care about the heat. Just the humidity yeah. needs to go away. No, definitely. And, uh, you know, with regards to going back to real quick to like just feeling the burnout, um, at least with me, what I've been finding that works is, you know, just taking time, off like just put away the camera don't even think about it for like yeah. a couple of days 
and just do something else. Like, again, like I said, uh, you know, the video that I've been working on with my short film has really been like uh, just giving me the motivation to shoot more video and mm -hmm. kind of just take a good break from photography. Because, I mean, I've been doing this shit for like eight years. Yeah. So uh, I definitely I think I'm probably going to just stick with video just because. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I just don't feel the motivation or the drive to shoot stuff. And I love doing product photography and all that, but I do miss going up to like shoot landscapes and like yeah. cityscapes, but it's just been too damn hot to do anything. Yeah. And I think that's where it is. I think that's where it's kind of at for me too. I think the problem is, is cause I like doing portraits, but yeah. it's hard to find people to do portraits right now. Mm -hmm. with. And then like, since I have like a small circle of friends that I know where they've been mm -hmm. that I can actually shoot, it's just, they still kind of don't feel comfortable enough to come out. And it's like, okay. And I'm like, dude, I have lenses where I can shoot like far away now, but you it's just snipe them. Yeah. But it's just still like, I mean, I understand. So yeah. I don't want to push anybody to where they're uncomfortable. So right now I'm just kind of taking a break from that. And then, I mean, if I can get out and do landscapes or like just buildings and stuff like mm. I used to do, I think I'd have a lot of fun with that too, just because it'll kind of, Put me in a different spot, like yeah. when I first started. Like it kind of rebuilds the eye, you know what I mean? You yeah, kind of yeah. start looking at things like a lot different. I think that's kind of like what drew me into photography in the first mm -hmm. place is the whole like trying to figure out what looks good in the screen. You know what? You know where's where does this building fall in line with mm -hmm. this part of the screen? And that's kind of like how I learned a lot of the photography was just landscapes and buildings at yeah. first. So. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, with me, it's like, I know I'll probably want to go out and shoot with my new camera once I get it. I think that's also partially why I haven't want, been wanting it's to like do anything. It's like the thing Maddie was saying. The reason it's, why I canceled the R5. Yeah. It's just know. it's stopping him from doing it. It's just like, I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. You know, and it's like. It'll be better when I get my R6. You know, and, and but I do agree with him because that's kind of like why I started doing the film yeah. initially. Um, I was originally going to just shoot it on the R6 to put it mm -hmm. through its paces, but I was just like, okay. I don't want to wait and, uh, you know, not have the motivation later on to shoot it. I got to yeah. do it now that I feel something. And then after I watched Maddie's video, I was like, okay, I kind of had the right idea of just shoot it now. Worry about the yeah. year later. Um, but it's kind of actually a good testament to the RP because of the yeah. fact that it's gotten so much negative reviews on like, just like the R when the R first came out. Like, I, I mean, I love the RP. Man. I mean, it's so good. you've had the R for a, a good long, I mean, about a year. Yeah, the R, yeah. You had the R year. for, like, a year before you sold that thing, and, like, so to use the RP for video stuff, like, you're basically, I mean, you can I, straight up say, hey. downgrade, it's... but I see really no difference, especially because yeah. everything I shoot is 1080p, and then if uh -huh. I need to upscale that, I can just do it in post. Like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. 1080p is future-proof, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, like, it's kind of a good selling point, but, like, hey, you know, you don't really need the R. Mm -hmm. You don't really need this. The RP works just fine, and, like, it's funny because, like, I'll go in the cam camera forums and, like, people would ask, oh, I want to upgrade from my DSLR. Like, shit, I want to upgrade to a full frame. Should I get, like, a 5D? Should I get, like, an R or whatever? And mm -hmm. I always promote the RP. I'm like, it's a great camera. And, like, it depends on what you want, though. Yeah. Like, do you want a photo-only camera that has, you know, decent video? Yeah. And people are still like, no, get the R. And I'm like, hey, man, whatever's in your budget, I have no problem with the RP. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, someone on the Canon mirrorless group I'm a part of on Facebook, I was asking, like, oh, should I get the R or the RP? And, you know, uh, they said, like, they were going to primarily do mostly photography. Mm -hmm. And I just told them, like, yeah, just get the RP. 
and you know for the price of an EOS R body, you could get the RP with a good solid lens for about yeah. the same price. Um, I told them like, yeah, just get this. 100% recommended. Don't listen to the reviewers. Yeah. Like, it, you know, it's all subjective. Yeah. If you still don't believe me, go into your store. If it's <laughs> open, and assuming you could actually go demo it or rent it, mm-hmm. try it out for a couple of days, see what you guys like and don't like about it, and then make the, the decision to buy it or not. But really, at the end of the day, I don't think there's really any bad camera. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, You know, I just feel like it's the whole... Like the the people are just obsessed with specs that kind of like yeah. make that whole aspect very uh very toxic. And it, yeah, and it's that's what I laugh at too because it's like everybody knocks the RP and they're like, oh, it's it's not a professional camera. It's like, well, is a sixty Mark II a professional camera? Because it's the same damn camera. Yeah, if it, <laughs> like here's the way I see it. It's like if you know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Doesn't matter the camera. Yes, the camera does make your job a lot easier in some regards. Um, but if you know what you're doing, you understand your camera's limitations and are getting paid yeah. to do, let's say a wedding. Like I shot, I shot a wedding on the RP, uh-huh. you know, and I got paid for it. So therefore I'm a professional yeah. wedding videographer, professional subjective. Cause yeah. you know, pro- t- the, the whole term professional typically means like you have a mastery over something, mm-hmm. but the camera made me money. Yeah, and that that and at the end of the day, I think that's what's important is that it make if it's paying the bills and keeping the light on or the AC on in this case, um, <laughs> you know, then it doesn't matter what camera you're using. Yeah. It's just just understand what the camera's limitations are and understand your skills as a photographer or videographer, so you know what to do should an issue arise. Yeah, because so, that's what you're getting paid for. You got to problem solve. Yeah, and that's uh one of the clients actually I had um. Uh, a couple years back, doing a lot of product photography with him. Super awesome dude. Mm-hmm. But he always would just grill me. like. But it was like with constructive feedback, which I really appreciated because it made me a better person and photographer. Mm-hmm. He said, look, like you got to problem solve. When a situation arises, just don't give up. Like You got to really figure out like what the limitations are uh, or change your lenses or, or, or whatever it may be to figure out why am I not getting the shot or why is this coming out this way? Mm-hmm. what do I need to do differently to get the result that the client's expecting? Because yeah. at the end of the day, whether you agree with it or not, the client's really the one that is going to have the last say on a lot of stuff because they're the ones that are paying money yeah. to, to hire you. Hmm. But I think with that, we could end the video. Thank yeah. you guys so much for right. watching. Thank you. Hit that like button, subscribe, because this is going to go on YouTube. Yep. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, Follow us, subscribe, or however that. Whole yeah, thing we works. got. We. I mean, we're gonna be everywhere. Yeah, there. It's gonna. It's going everywhere, and then um, I'll put the videos on Instagram too. Yeah, I'll not. probably do like uh like the swipe up links. Yeah. Just because I don't think anyone's gonna want to watch like a thirty minute video. Yeah. <laughs> on Instagram, <laughs> but thank you guys so much for All watching, right. and we'll see you guys next time. All bye. Right. Bye.